So we did a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen episode, and yeah. then Sean Connery died. Uh-huh. We did DuckTales episode, and DuckTales got canceled. Uh, we do, we did we do the John Mulaney bits, and now John Mulaney's in rehab. Uh, we we did we did that episode on Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt caught fire. Uh, Scotty, I think we might I think we might be cursed. Well, don't blame me. You can blame my friends <laughs> on fun fiction. Got what you wanted. <laughs> what you lost, <laughs> what you had. <laughs> we never wanted this to begin with. <laughs> this was never something we wanted. Welcome to Fun Fiction, and don't you disrespect me, little man. Scotty Moore! <laughs> if you relax, it will enable me to do anything I please. Oh, I'm making God. nature. <laughs> oh, I had never considered the implications of that line. Jesus. This is what I'm, what I'm here for. <laughs> I mean, now I'm... Uh, by the way, because like all day we've been reviewing the fact that our show is fucking cursed... I'm so scared for Keith David right now. That's I'm true. So oh terrified. no! I didn't even think of that. No, Keith David, be safe. <laughs> Someone check on Keith David for us, please. Please, this is our fucking Death Note ass podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can only talk about people we don't like. What was it? Uh, I, I I texted you, I messaged you earlier. We can only do RPF of Mitch McConnell and Marco Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Holy show shit, now. I forgot. Uh, we're doing Princess and the Frog today. And I did have a moment <laughs> of big anxiety earlier where I just sat down and went, this one ain't going to be funny. Because, <laughs> like, there's not much to say about Princess and the Frog outside of, like, Dr. Facilier fucking rips. He is the best villain. See, there there is though. And that's why oh, I, no. when I messaged you that this this is a, a landmark episode of fun fiction because um this is like, I mean correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is the first episode where we've disagreed on a piece of media. I Here's the thing. I saw it once and I really enjoyed it, but I watched it again and then I stopped watching halfway through because I realized the film me and you were talking about earlier, this shares a lot of crossover with and that's Brave in that I very much enjoy the princess Merida or in this case Tiana. I love the opening of the story, which is just a badass female Pulling herself up by her bootstraps and saying, fuck the patriarchy, I'm gonna make my own damn beignets. And then for some reason, Disney was just like, yeah, but what if we turn them into animals? Mm-hmm. What if we turn the mom into a bear and the princess into a frog? And I'm like, no, you had it. You were so close, Disney. I hate this movie. I hate this movie so much. I hate it. I hate it the first time I watched it. And just for good measure, I did watch it again. And I still 
hate it a I whole, whole lot. I love the opening. I love the animation style when uh, Tiana sings Almost There, which is honestly a fucking bop of a song. And then, of course, Friends on the Other Side, which is probably all this episode's going to be at a point as us talking about <laughs> Friends on the Other Side. And then... Fat Alligator shows up and he's just like, what's up, baby? I'm fat out. Yeah, that's the other thing. I hate, I hate all the other... See, that's the... Friends on the Other Side is the only wrinkle because, like, I hate pretty much all the characters. Um, yeah. I think, like, because I don't find Tiana or Naveen particularly interesting or compelling. Oh, no, no. Naveen sucks absolute yeah. dick. I hate Prince Naveen. Yeah, um, no, he sucks. I think... In an attempt to make sure they weren't being racist, they made Tiana, like, really, really bland. Just to make sure that, like, oh. like we are not going to offend anybody. We are going to make sure that she is just as, as, like, I just, I think they made her super uninteresting in an know. effort I, to make I, sure that, like, no one will be upset. She, like, I, and, but then the thing is, like, okay, yeah, she works super hard to achieve her dreams, but then a big message of the movie is, hey, maybe don't work so hard. Maybe, <laughs> like, put a little bit of trust in, like, fate or some shit. Yeah, that's the weird, <laughs> like, it's almost like Doctor Who, in that if you just focused on Dr. Facilier and Tiana, you could have a really fucking good movie, because those two characters are perfectly working in contrast. Whereas Tiana was raised to be like, magic and wishing on a star is bullshit. You have to work hard for yourself, which is a very capitalist move in this movie. Of just, you gotta work hard, make the money, but it still might not matter. And then Dr. Facilier is the exact opposite because all he's relying on is like, voodoo and magic and like his name literally means easy in french he's trying to get things the easy way and tiana knows hard work those two characters are perfectly diaposed to one another they work great and then fucking fucking darla dimple from cats don't dance shows up but she's a grown-up now and her dad's john goodman and I hate them so much, dude. Oh God, I hate them so much. Oh, do you I hate, remember? I hate, uh, I hate John Goodman's fucking Cajun ass fucking big old mustache, John Goodman. It's John Goodman. I love beignets. Racism <laughs> isn't real. There's just some white people are just mean, but that's okay. Big Daddy's here to throw money at the problem. Here's your restaurant, Tiana. Oh God, I forgot how uncomfortable it was. Hearing that little blonde motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Big Daddy. What's up, Big it's so Daddy? It's so bad. It's so I bad. It. I hate it so bad. And it's like, uh, I, I just there's so much about it I don't like because Disney's like, we're going to tackle racism. And it's like, Disney, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, we're going to do it. Disney, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. And by tackle racism, I mean, we're going to say systemic racism is those two mean white men. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the systemic racism. In this. How is it that Zootopia did a better job with systemic racism than Princess and the Frog? It just kind of did. Um, and then, you know, the whole fucking bait and switch of like, we did it, guys. Look, look at this main care. Look at this black main character. Look at this, this black princess. And 
Look at this mixed race prince. We did it. We did such a good job. Hey, guess what? They're frogs the whole movie. Gotcha. <laughs> same same fucking issue with Brave. I was like, oh, I really wanted to see her have some powerful overcoming of of the odds of sexism. And then it was just like, Mom Bear! Mom Bear is here. Dr. Facilia is the only wrinkle. Like, that's the thing. Like, otherwise, I would write this movie off completely. I'd just be like, I fucking hate this movie. It sucks. It's in, even with, like, it, like, cause even without all that other, even with, like, the, the deep underlying issues, it, it's just the kind of thing that, like, just annoys me personally. Like, I hate all the animal sidekicks. Naveen sucks and is annoying. The Cajun Firefly grates now on you me personally. Don't you talk you about on Jeffy Dean Morgan? Shut Fly up, Jeffy Dean Morgan. <laughs> also, this is your fault that the audience at home has to hear Jeffy Dean Morgan three weeks in a row now. Three weeks in a row of Jeffy Dean Morgan. I like that we've we've established this is a distinct character in his own right. This is Jeffy Dean Morgan. <laughs> Uh, is the new thing for fun fiction K-January, where we just do Cajun-themed things for the month of January? It is now. Damn it, I'm going to have to change my pick for next week to something more Cajun. I, I don't know that. what that would imply, but yes. That was the biggest like thing for me, though, was old Ray, Jeffy Dean Morgan to Firefly. Because I was like, oh, he's the fun comic relief character. He'll probably be at the wedding and crying. Oh, what? He dies? <laughs> he stone cold dies because he wants to go fuck the North Star? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> he gets a whole song about how he wants to fuck a star. <laughs> yeah. And then he's murdered. And I'm not going to lie, I laughed when he died. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's so dumb. fucking chickens. It's so fucking dumb. But yeah, Dr. Facilier is is the one thing that makes me unable to write off the movie because he's such a cool bad guy. Um, Keith David is so cool. Keith David is so fucking cool. I mean, fucking They Live, man. Like, anytime it's like, Keith David, I don't know. Watch They Live. That's all you fucking need. The Thing? Oh, Um, Yeah. Yeah, and then if you want to go back to, like, fucking childhood, I mean, if, he's done a million and one things, but for me, it'll always be, it's Goliath! Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's Goliath Gargoyles! Oh, shit, him I should have watched human, Gargoyles more. The human cop lady you're gonna fuck! <laughs> <laughs> shit, is, Go- is Gargoyles not on our list? No, it's not. Because I never oh, watched Gargoyles, but we can pop it on there. I'll watch Gargoyles. Oh, I don't yeah. give a shit. Oh, fuck, yes. Gargoyles. There's so much there. Um, oh, there's, there's so much. In, there's so much weird, latent, horny energy in Gargoyles. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. I'm now on the Wikipedia page. And if you thought they watered down Tiana, basically whitewashed Tiana, her original name was Maddie. <laughs> Holy shit, y'all. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um but yeah no and then so yeah keith david keith david fucking owns um if you don't think that you've seen or heard keith david in something you have you just yep. need to go on the man's imdb page uh but and then yeah friends on the other side 
I will like this is the hill I will die on. Yeah, I think it's the best Disney villain song. I don't know if there's competition. Be prepared's fucking up there, but it cannot beat this. I don't uh, think so. I I know for a long time people maintained that poor unfortunate souls. No, was, but I yeah. Uh uh-uh. I, I, I yeah no. I mean I. Pff, I don't think so either. I'm just saying that was what that was yeah, like the you, popular uh, opinion. When you look up Disney villain songs, Friends on the Other Side is top. It's Friends on the Other Side, Mother Knows Best, aka Mother Knows Best is pretty good. It it hits a little too close to home for certain people. Like for certain people, which is very- which is fair. Which is fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, Friends on the Other Side is like fucking technically flawless yeah it's the only reason i saw this because uh do you know who i think his name's jonathan young on youtube i believe is the dude's name uh, maybe no not off the he, top of my head he's one of those guys who's just like hey i'm conventionally attractive and i'm decent at playing a guitar so i'm gonna do covers of a lot of songs and get <laughs> famous and he does ah. some bitchin disney covers and uh one time just friends on the other side came on and i went song rips and then i heard the original I went, this song rips oh fuck i gotta watch the movie now oh the film is mediocre the film is certainly here <laughs> you're you're backpedaling quite a bit for somebody who texted me in all caps you don't like p-frog <laughs> well it's because it's 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 not offensive to me for some reason, Brave is offensive to me and how shitty they made the film. I guess it's because how, how much I care about Merida and the fact that it just became a mom bear movie after a while. <laughs> but with this one, I was like, you know what? Tiana's cool. Facilier's doing exactly what Facilier's got to do. And there's this Jeff and Dean Vulcan, baby. <laughs> have y'all been mad at Jeff and Dean Vulcan? <laughs> I think maybe that's actually why this movie pisses me off so much is because Dr. Facilier is so cool. Yeah. He deserves a better movie. Like, this is a bad guy <laughs> who is too good for this this bullshit movie. Oh, shit. The whole, Whoa, what the fuck? The curse is working in reverse now. There's a spinoff called Tiana coming out. Oh no! No! No. We never wanted this. I will say, I am. Podcast is cursed. I'm excited to see when they reframe uh, Splash Mountain and take all of the racism out of Splash Mountain by putting in Princess and the Frog. So I'm excited to see that because I'm like, it'd be really cool when you're going up the tunnel. And Br'er Rabbit's just like, fucking don't, if you were going into, like, the other side area with all the masks floating around you. That'd be some cool shit. I think this is something that would work much better as a ride than a film, yes. (laughs) This would work better if it was five minutes and had a drop into water. This would be so much better. It just functions a lot stronger conceptually as a ride than a feature film um see the haunted mansion starring eddie murphy oh man yeah oh boy um 
Oh, yes. The uh, another a fun fact that is particularly relevant to the two of us and in our prior uh, history. See uh, your previous guest spot on Ono Lit Class. Yeah. You, you, you know uh, who there's a bunch of references to in this film for some reason? John Malkovich? <laughs> no, but the like, note of fear in your voice was amazing. Um, <laughs> John Malkovich? Uh, Tennessee Williams. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Good old Southern boy. I do prefer mine, which would have been if that crocodile came out and was just like, <laughs> um, hello, I understand that you think I'm going to consume you for I am a crocodile, but in actuality, I'm just a chubby little thing what plays the trumpet. Please make me human. I love jazz. I wish to one day play jazz on a river boat. <laughs> Let me play jazz amongst the children upon the river boat. It will be excellent. <laughs> That'd be so much better than just this random fat crocodile being like, make me human too. <laughs> you know, we're, we were little, human. I got a little tuba. I got a horn. Make me human. <laughs> No, no, I'm we were Armstrong human. We're just going back to where we were. No, make me human too, or I'll eat you. <laughs> Fuck, fine. Yeah, I guess we got room for another fucking animal friend. God damn it. <laughs> Disney's getting bad about chugging in as many of them as they can now. Just as many animal sidekicks as they get. Because weren't there like three in Moana? Because there was Hey Hey the Chicken. There was, well, there, was the, there was the pig, but the pig didn't like do anything like the, the pig, pig was there for adventure. two seconds yeah but, but it was just there so that they could put him on like merch did the pig have a name uh pig pig no let me see pig. Fuck, we should have done moana we should have done moana dude <laughs> and anyway hey hey is a treasure and was voiced yep. by alan alan tijik Oh, Alan Tudyk fucking rules. He is the best part of Doom Patrol season one. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a there's a clip of him uh, in, like, the little voice voice actor box, you know, the, yeah. that that thing. The recording booth. The voice <laughs> actor box. And he's going like, and then he stops and is like, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> God, what is this pig's name? What is your name, pig? Pua. Oh, that's terrible. Pua. <laughs> it's like she's like <laughs> punched in the stomach. Pua. Pua. Fuck, season one of Doom Patrol is really fucking good. It's so good. And then season two got fucked by COVID. But I, it, it was going somewhere. Um... I'm I'm trying to find any saving grace. Like this is the problem because I just kind of instinctively said, "How do you not like Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog is great." Having seen it once a year ago, and then today I just had to confront. It's like when I saw rewatched Batman Forever as an adult, a film I loved as a child, and then just had to stare like, "Oh no, I made mistakes as a child. This is terrible." Oh no! See that—that's entirely different. Batman Forever—you got to stare back into that abyss, 
and and just confront it with loving arms and say that the Riddler and Two Face are in a loving monogamous relationship, and their kink is exposing Batman. <laughs> You you look into the DVD into the VHS box of Batman <laughs> Forever and it sings back the shit storm is coming and you whisper back I am the shit storm. Basically, look, as soon as you realize that Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones have better chemistry than Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman, it just gets better <laughs> from there. fuck what was the quote i I know we've talked about it on the show before but what was the fucking quote where i cannot sanction oh wait what is it no fuck i can't remember if it's tomfoolery or buffoonery i think it's tomfoolery i I think it's tomfoolery i cannot sanction your tomfoolery (laughs) god it's the best it's the rawest fucking quote it's so good (laughs) oh shit is there anything (laughs) I told you, dig into the bottom of the barrel about this, because, like, I could go on rants about Tiana and Faciliate, and then I'm going through, like, well, we should talk about Prince Naveen. No, let's not. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. Can we do talk you, about, can we, you sure you don't want to talk about Prince Naveen? You sure, you sure you, Scotty? You don't want to talk about that horny-ass frog? Yeah, you don't want to talk about that super horny frog who talks about how he's banged hundreds of women yeah. canonically <laughs> i can't get over how much fucking lottie who's uh the little blonde debutante how much she looks like a grown-up fucking uh, the girl from cats don't dance like it is almost identical to darla dimple i would not have thought about that and then as soon as you mentioned it i was like fuck you're right i thought she was gonna be a villain like, she looks like she should be the villain. <laughs> they do, yeah, like, they set her up as though she would be, and then, like, she's pretty chill and, and ride or die, I guess. Yeah. Um, she, she ain't big and loud. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing because, you know, f- female solidarity. Yeah. That's 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 a positive. Oh shit! I <laughs> forgot Oprah was in this film. Yeah, o- Oprah and Terrence Howard are the parents. Um, yeah. Oh god, I forgot Terrence Howard was a rapper. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> was he though? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What was he? What? One of the alligators is voiced by Emeril Lagasse. Yeah. This is all I'm talking about now, baby. Gotta kick it up a notch. Bang! Let's he go. Yell, he yells out, if I'm not mistaken, I think the alley, he yells bang. This is, no, now this is the best film ever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've doubted it for the past 20 minutes. It's got Emeril, baby. <laughs> bang! Only thing better is if it was Emeril well, Lagasse and Guy for, Fieri. <laughs> for those of, for those of you at well, Guy Guy Fieri's not fucking Cajun, so that really would not have it made thematic matter. sense. It doesn't matter. I'm traveling That's... up and down these swamps looking for America's <laughs> finest diners, drive-ins, and flies. Oh fuck you! Um, <laughs> so for those of you at home, Scotty has been lean has been has been in a reclined position for the majority of this recording. Uh, but upon the discovery of Emerald Lagasse's inclusion in the film, 
perked right the fuck back up and is now sitting a fully upright position, just just bouncing up and down, just fully just engaged. <laughs> so, Emerald aside, do you remember a couple episodes ago? I can't. Remember, I think it was during Rampage where we were discussing actors that just phone it in when they know they're in a film they don't care about. Yes, that's, that's old Johnny Goodman in this one. I think old Johnny Goodman <laughs> was like, "You telling me I could walk in a recording booth, eat some beignets, and talk in a funny voice? Let's go!" <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. And because like, you, he's, you know, he can try. Like when he's a voice actor, like you know, he can put the effort in. He, yeah, he, he, he did a Monsters Inc. <laughs> It's just um, like this one. He's like, "No, I'm good. I'm just going to Goodman around for a few." <laughs> I do love me a beignet. I'm big dirty. <laughs> he I tries so hard to change his voice, but everyone knows that's fucking John Goodman. <laughs> you can do anything you want to that voice. We all know that's John Goodman. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one right there eating the beignets in the corner. Eating a solid 24 on a plate. He gonna have cardiac <laughs> arrest at age 32. <laughs> What's fucked up also is like, so she's been, Tiana's been working like her 12 fucking jobs or whatever and like busting ass and and saving up and then Lottie or whatever is like what oh you just needed money like here yeah. here's like however like here we could just ride or die ever yeah I mean we just chill over but yeah like apparently we could have just solved this problem in like two seconds I do <laughs> also love that they give the film the same exact twist that. Animaniacs Wacko Wish has at the very end, which is, oh, BT dubs, they were royalty all along. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They are, they have crown. They are princess. Film end. Well, because, I mean, well, it's, it's a technicality because they got married. Yeah. They got frog married. <laughs> <laughs> since, since they are now. <laughs> Since they are now frog since, wife. Yes. Since Jesus now recognizes their union, <laughs> she's a princess, so it counts. <laughs> That's what the movie says. I'd love if this was John Goodman's moment to really actually bring in the systemic racism or sexism, but he's just like, ain't no two frogs getting married in my town. <laughs> I ain't wedding these two frogs together. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! Yeah. This. Also, can we talk about how good the fucking song <laughs> "Friends on the Other Side" is, especially the card reading bit, where all of us know he's getting turned into a frog, and Facilier's basically looking at him and saying. I'm about to turn you into a frog. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, you see these lily pad motifs? <laughs> this <laughs> is what we all call This is just a little something called foreshadowing. Just something we have down here in Louisiana. Down here in Louisiana, worry. don't worry. 
<laughs> you just want to be free. Hop from place to place. Well, no, actually, I walk from place to place. Mm, but you need green. It's the green. It's the green. It's the green. You... Sire, I think he's going to turn you into a frog. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Shut up. You're old and fat and stupid. I'm going <laughs> to treat you like shit, but you're still going to be the villain. <laughs> you're still the villain because you're tiny and pudgy. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> okay, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do to this shit? Here's the part where I have to look you in the eye. Okay. And tell you that I don't have anything this week. Oh, no! <laughs> Good, because I barely have anything, so we could just brainstorm the end of mine, I guess. Uh, cool. Yeah, I felt really bad because I had like this I had this idea that I was really struggling with of wanting to like tell a story from uh like a, a perspective of a person walking in to uh like Dr. Facilier's uh I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you call Vassilier's it. Dr. Facilier's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, his fucking Wonder Emporium. And, like, getting your fortune told or your cards read or whatever, and then getting, like, fucked. Um, not, not literally. A I mean, like, ASMR getting, getting... POV. Entering Dr. <laughs> Facilier. I can guarantee Dr. that's Facilier fucking real. screws you over. Um, and, uh, just like a spooky, like, short kind of thing where like do you get like your tarot thing and then like you you did like ooh and now you're not a frog but like something bad and then i was really fucking fried from work i am I like shocked. i can't figure this out I'm, I'm shocked no asm artist has made a dr facilier there's one <laughs> and it's 4 minutes long and then there's a guy just speaking the lyrics to friends on the other side. And then I get how to play Dr. Facilier in Dungeons and Dragons, which, fuck yeah, I would do the shit well, out of that, that. Okay, that sounds dope. The other one sounds fucking like, sit, sit down at my table. Um, Okay, now here. Put your here mind we, uh, to tease. Scoot your chair out. <laughs> All right, now uh, put, your, put your mind at ease. If you, if you relax... It will enable me to do anything I please. Oh, you're you're carrying a lot of tension in your upper back. Let me just let me just smooth that out for you. Don't you disrespect me, little man. <laughs> <laughs> D don't, don't don't you, you derogate or deride. I'm gonna. You're I'm gonna... in my world now. <laughs> Not your world. I'm going to full-on binaural that. I'm going to put you in one headphone and me in the other headphone. Oh, God, that's so good. Now, I'm going to rub this piece of cloth very gently over the microphone. The cards, the cards, the cards will tell. The past, the present, and the future as well. The cards, the cards, just pick three. Now, 
take a little trip into your future with me. I just need to <laughs> shuffle the deck real quick. Okay, let's do some fucking magic. I'm Dr. Vasily. I'm going to turn you into a fucking frog now, you dirty boy. Won't you shake the poles in his hands? Come on, boy. Shake my hand. Yes! Are you ready? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's full binaural. It's like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Transformation Central. Transmogrification Central! <laughs> this is going to be the complete Dr. Facilier ASMR experience. <laughs> I need our listeners to tell me if they got tingles off that. I need someone to be like, I fall asleep to the facilier roleplay every night. Please add us on Twitter. If you got tingles from the Dr. Facilier ASMR. Wait, hold on. Maybe people don't like Facilier. He's a villain. Let me try something. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's true. Hey there, it's me, old Jeff D. Morgan. I'm gonna take you into the take you into the swamp. Yo, I'm gonna play with your hair real quick. Oh yeah, that that froggy hair skin. It's me, Jeff D. Morgan. Running my fingers up and down your spine. Oh, what's this? I'm in your left ear. Bzzz. Now I'm in your right ear. Scotty's gonna have to do a lot of fucking editing after this. Bzzz. I'm just gonna get a buzz in that ear real deep. Bzzz. I mean, I, I ha- hated hearing that. What's the matter? It's just me, Jeff and Dean Morgan here to tell you about these good old swamp tingles and the fact that I want to fuck a star. <laughs> All right, swamp tingles. That's that's the worst thing I'm going to hear. Oh, today. wait, hold on. Are we doing swamp tingles? Give me a sec. What are you doing in my swamp? Somebody wants to be the world is gonna roll. I hate to No, don't you dare take those headphones out. No, 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 no. Come back, please. I like that boulder. It's a nice boulder. You know, like Shrek. <laughs> um. Well, luckily, with that, was that that's was- why. That's why John Mulaney's in in rehab. All the negative psychic energy we've sent to him (laughs) so i got checked into rehab you know for cocaine and alcoholism because in case you didn't know one of my friends is pete davidson and you can't hang out with him without developing a crippling addiction to something (laughs) now i'm going to cut your hair (laughs) let me get some scissors (laughs) 
But really, <laughs> it was those it was those two fuckers with their with their weird nerd podcast. Don't <laughs> stop sending me fucked up horny vibes across the internet. I I woke up and all I could hear was the firefly from Princess and the Frog going between my ears and giving me the most horrid nightmares. I thought I, I had woke scissors. woke up thinking about Hercule and Rock the Dwayne Johnson and I don't know why. Big Mouth Season 4, now on Netflix. <laughs> okay, I found scissors so we can just... Do you come here often? So what do you do for work? Well, I'm almost there. (laughs) The fucking mess. I hope you understand that's your fan fiction for this week. This is my this is my fault. I I take full responsibility that I fucked up, and because of that, though, I see. Here's how I'm going to reframe this: because I fucked up, our listeners are gifted with, with the swamp tingles. With the swamp tingles. They are gifted with the unique, personalized. Once in a lifetime experience that they can't get anywhere else on the internet. The Dr. Facilier (laughs) Fun Fiction ASMR John Mulaney Maximum Depression ASMR experience. Firefly ASMR. (laughs) What it is. Jeff Jeffy Dean Morgan edition. Jeffy (laughs) Dean Morgan Turbo Graphics 89 edition. Yes. So. Really, what I mean when I say I'm sorry, what I'm also saying is, you're welcome. A quote from a better Disney film that we should have done. (laughs) All right. Maybe you should stop letting me pick. (laughs) No, we got to be even here. Um, So my my fan fiction is not fully flat like it's not in my usual realm which is i'm gonna talk for 20 minutes and not let anyone else speak as i use grandiose fancy lad words instead i've just kind of got a skeleton we can play with which is a quote that i told my brother when i was young <laughs> before you before you went out back to the bray wyatt barn yeah <laughs> Check it out, man. It's a skeleton. <laughs> I don't see a skeleton. Well, it's not there yet. Boom! And then that's why I'm an only child. <laughs> so <laughs> that took, got got grim. Um, I wanted why to. Isn't, why wasn't Bray Wyatt one of the alligators? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an alligator in a fucking rocking chair. Back and forth in a fedora. I could could summon maggots. (laughs) I've been set on fire by Randy Orton. Oh, it was Randy Orton who set him on fire? Yeah, Randy Orton set him on fucking fire, dude. It was, it was, I was so mad. I was so mad. Is he, so 
Randy, I... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is just going to be a Bray Wyatt. This is briefly going to be a Bray Wyatt episode again, because I have to know now. So he can't still be considered a good guy, right? Oh, no, Randy like, Orton's can't... a bad guy now. But Bray Wyatt's considered a good guy. So that's showing how fucked up WWE is right now. No, remember Randy Orton became a bad guy because he punted the star of money plane Edge in the side of the skull. Oh, Right, right, yeah, because that's that's bad, and you shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, but, but, but um, yeah, I was gonna say because you you can't. I feel like you can't be a good guy after you set someone on fire. <laughs> well, like I said in the Bray Wyatt episode, which everyone needs to listen to now, I guess for this to make sense, uh, the Fiend is helping fix all of Bray's previous problems. The biggest one being with the man what burned his house, Dan Randall Keith Orton. So he challenged him to an inferno match where you had to set your opponent on fire, and Randy fucking did it. He solid did it. The demon clown from hell got beat by a billabong dad. Like, that fucking bullshit. (laughs) Wow, wrestling... Wrestling is so fucking weird. Yeah, dude. Okay, so... Okay, we're we're, we're we're done with that now. Now back to the serious stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to do, uh, I obviously, much like you just wanted to explore Dr. Facilier as a person more. Because I will say, the one problem I have with him is his his reasoning is not well-defined. Or maybe it is, and it's just shitty reasoning. Because he's like stealing souls for his friends on the other side, but he wants to be rich, I guess. And like King of New Orleans, like I don't. It's such his, a his plan is a is a bad plan because it's I want to be King of New Orleans, um, but I owe my my demon soul guys money. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm gonna get that money by turning this guy into a, a frog, so that this his disgruntled butler can turn into him and marry B- Big Daddy's daughter because they have money and then I'll have Big Daddy and then because <laughs> Big Daddy's in charge of New Orleans and then I'll become king of New Orleans. This is this is dumb as shit. And see, this is why I get angry because Dr. Facilier conceptually is very cool and Keith David does the music real good, but this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> I do. I wish that was a line where he was just like, and then I'ma have Big Daddy. And I'ma take control <laughs> of Big Daddy. It is fucking Keith David, and that amazing Keith David baritone. And then I'll have Big Daddy. I'ma and take- I'll have New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> you, you take Big Daddy, then you take New Orleans. <laughs> Don't worry, friends on the other side. Soon I'll have control of Big Daddy. <laughs> I'll take the Big Daddy. And at this point, it's revealed Big Daddy is just a mech suit you can climb inside of. <laughs> um, don't you disrespect me big daddy <laughs> don't you disrespect me little mech man this is what it's revealed dr Basilier's fucking insane anything's big daddy's a robot that's controlled by miniature aliens no no it all makes sense they landed on the planet multiple years ago <laughs> it's all here in this you pamphlet to- <laughs> you are- you have to pilot the Big Daddy, Shinji. 
<laughs> Why do you need me for your plan? I need someone who's drift compatible with me so we can pilot the big daddy and destroy Neo Tokyo. <laughs> Fuck, this is so much better than what I made. I'm mad. <laughs> Like, I, I got serious. I was looking up, like, voodoo lore and then said, this isn't going to be good. But I wanted to do an origin story for Dr. Facilier. I want to know where this creepy old fuck comes from and, like, what led to him becoming who he is. And initially, like, I it kept coming back to, well, his mom's a queen, so maybe, and then it just really went down the racism well of why his mom's not there anymore and why he's in America and I got real uncomfortable and I said we're gonna figure out a way to not do this cause it's rough when you consider the implications of this entire film fair and then I realized thanks to a reddit thread that pointed this out that Mama Odie is based off a woman who was called the Voodoo Queen. Meaning Mama Odie's kind of, she's voodoo royalty, but it's close enough. So, <laughs> uh, opening, uh, Dr. Facilier's a baby. His name's probably not Dr. Facilier. <laughs> Unless Doctor's a very <laughs> specific first name. Uh, and much like all great villains, he's an orphan. Of course. Yeah, he's full-on Voldemort. He's an orphan that he gets adopted by a kindly old blind woman named Mama Odie. Is Mama Odie blind? Or is she... I, I think that's what we were supposed to take away from or it. she just got cool sunglasses. I, I think she's supposed to be... <laughs> nah, Scotty, she just got real cool shades. <laughs> these, are, these are my stunners. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm out in the town, get all the good looks. These are my hater blockers. <laughs> Quit drinking your haterade, son. And then she does a kickflip on a skateboard. <laughs> We're making this was focus grouped. <laughs> We're making Princess and the Frog so much better with the fucking. <laughs> fucking conspiracy theory facilier and skateboarding Mama Odie. Uh, but Mama Odie basically is Mama Odie. She raises him to be a perfectly good boy, even though society turns their back on the Odie family. I gotta call her the full thing, or else I'm just gonna think of the dog from Garfield. I can't just call her Odie. Um, Mama yeah. Odie it has society's back turned on her because she is a voodoo practitioner, and all them white people don't like it because they don't understand it. Uh, then one day, Mama Odie gets sick. Mama Odie gets real sick, and things are looking grim. It's so dark, she coughs into a Kleenex, and there's blood on it. That's how you know it's serious. <laughs> that's uh, how you always know. That's how you know. Uh, Facilier's basically like, hey, let me get you a doctor. And she's like, those medicine men don't know shit. Now turn on my MTV, boy. <laughs> and so finally one day he goes against her word and rushes out to the big city and along the way he's followed by the sounds of cracking whips and a dark spectral shadow of a figure that Mama Odie has taught him to be one of the I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly 
Petro Loa. I literally looked up what the big spirits in fucking voodoo was, and apparently the what's considered black magic comes from the younger spirits called Petro Loa. The Loa are the spirits that communicate with God, I believe. I don't know. This is all coming from Wikipedia, which is probably not where you need to learn voodoo from. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, hang on. Haitian Creole. Okay, well, the good thing about Haitian Creole is that it's typically uh, phonetic. So Petroloa? Probably. Well, it, yeah, so if, if it's if it's phonetic, so it's usually pronounced how it sounds. Um, and I know that because um, whenever when I was learning French, because um, French French is a hell language and it is the opposite of phonetic, and we. absolutely none of it is pronounced how it fucking looks because it's bullshit. And my professor would often opine that uh, Haitian Creole, which is an offshoot of French, had it all has it all fucking figured out because it's phonetic. And it's pronounced how it done look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I used to work at a restaurant where there were a bunch of people who spoke Haitian Creole. And I was learning French at the time. And I was like, I don't want to tell them that I know what they're saying. Because that's going to be a real weird conversation to happen. But, um, yeah, Facilia is getting... Yeah, they're saying since it's Haitian voodoo religion and that Petro is... And so I think it would be... Haitian Creole, it's Petuo, so I think it would be Petuoloa. I can't say it. We are too, we are too white for this. Petuo? Petuo, Petuo, Petuo. spooky demon? Hello, Um. Petuoloa? Okay, no, no, this is bad, no. Hello, facilier? This is is bad and we are bad. Don't you disrespect me, little man. (laughs) So uh, the uh, the spirit grabs him by the arm, but he escapes at the last minute, heads into town where every doctor's like, no, we're not going to treat her. We don't care about her. And um, so uh, then eventually he's going, why? Why? Why won't you? And one doctor's finally like, look, get this amount of money. And that's what leads to Facilier becoming Facilier because he just goes out on the street and hustles everybody out of their money. It's a real fucking Aladdin scene and it ends with him returning to the doctor's office and they're all laughing at him and then he just slaps a fat stack of cash on the table and they're they're like, oh, okay. But before he can do, who's that at the door? Oh, that's right. It's the father of John Goodman's character, the mayor. (laughs) And he busts in with everyone that <laughs> B- facilitates. Bigger Daddy. I'm my name, Bigger Daddy. Oh, that's that's the upgraded model. <laughs> so uh, he busts in with all of the like people that facilitate hustled. He takes the money away from him. He kicks him out back into the swamp. He embarrasses him, steals away his last bit of hope for saving Mama, Mama, no, Mama Odie. That's right. That's her name. And then he looks up and on the other side of the swamp, he sees (laughs) Petwa. He sees the Petroloa and it's reaching out for him from the other side of the swamp and he refuses. And then he whispers, it's okay. I'm your friend. My friend on the other side. Okay. Um, so then finally, Facilier gives in. He grabs him by the hand and he gets transported to a hellscape dimension. And the figure whispers at him, 
a soul for a soul, a soul for a soul. So he shakes the demon's hand. He gives up his very own soul to save Mama Odie, and he returns to Earth, and he sees the shadowy figure of the uh, the Petro following behind him. It is now his shadow, and in his hand, he has a small talisman which has sharpened fangs, which I'm going to call the Soul Sucker, because it didn't get a name in the movie. So, he goes back to Mama Odie's hut expecting, like, a big ol', I'm feeling great! No, she's still fucked up. She is still coughing, she is still broken, and is furious, and he turns around, tries to argue with the spirit, but he doesn't want to wake up Mama Odie, and then finally she speaks up, and she is fucking furious! Because she's, she's mad that he accepted the deal, and she goes, I, it was my time to go. Why did you do this to me? She goes, just because I'm living forever does not mean I'm healed. I have to live with this pain forever. And Facilier is now in, on the verge of tears because Mama Odie is screaming at him. He turns away and rushes out the door, swearing he you would fix say- it. He yeah. got what he wanted, <laughs> but he lost what he had. Exactly. <laughs> But he runs out, he swears he's gonna fix this, that he's gonna fix her, and then a big old chubby crocodile shows up. No, it doesn't, because that's a dumb <laughs> plot point. Uh, he screams at the spirit, begging it to save Mama Odie from her pain and torment, and the Petro smiles before remarking, one soul for many. And it leads to him heading into town where he is confronted by one of the policemen from earlier saying he doesn't belong here. Policeman tries to shoot him, and then the bullet is stopped in mid-fucking air by his shadow, by the spirit, and then Facilier lurches forward with the amulet, stabs it into the policeman, drains his very soul out of his body, and then we get almost like a dark mirror of earlier where he's hustling all the people around the street except this time he is now stealing souls to feed the petro and return mama murphy to or uh, mama murphy <laughs> this isn't fucking fallout uh mama odie to her uh former state and then hey, care, baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, care, baby so then uh it ends with him finally wanting to get revenge on the mayor because the mayor's the big dick who fucked over his entire family and he goes in there he he's slaughtering people left and right and he's about to get to the mayor and his hand stops in midair and he can feel it like he he knows what magic feels like and at first he looks down at the at the loa like was it why are you doing this and he realizes it's not the loa he turns around it's mama fucking odie and she's looking at him like you don't have to do this for me. And he kind of just breaks down in front of her and she goes, I'm willing to live with this pain, but I'm not willing to live with what you're becoming. And um, there's this moment where he's about to turn. He's about to just say like, okay, mama, I'll take care of you and we'll go home. But before he can, just the thrall of that evil spirit in his head takes over and he furiously turns back stabs that thing into the mayor's neck kills him instantly and then mama murphy just stares at what was once her boy as he your mama your mama murphy her again damn it (laughs) it's such a better name mama murphy uh turns back kills the mayor 
Mama Mama Odie is so disappointed in what her son has become, just turns and rushes off into the swamp. Because like in the movie, she's aware of how dark the Shadow Man is. Which I, I love the fact that in the movie, she only calls him the Shadow Man. She never calls him Facilier. Because in her head, that ain't her boy anymore. That's not Dr. Facilier. That's the Shadow Man. The Shadow Man is taking control. And then that's that's the end of my fan fiction, basically. Because then at that point, he opens Dr. Facilier's funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> the Dr. Facilier Firefly funhouse. And then Mama, Mama uh, Odie returns back. And then that sets us up for princess and the frog so he has a reason to keep collecting souls it's because he wants to protect his mama but there's this dark spirit i am realizing i've kind of just took the framework of my bray wyatt fan fiction and put princess on the frog on top of it because <laughs> it is it's just like it- give in to the spirit baby <laughs> but it it works and it creates uh it creates more like it feeds into that like dichotomy that you were talking about before about taking the easy way out and it creates a more um interesting opposition as opposed to just like these two voodoo people are just kind of here yeah well, for me, I love the fact that in the beginning, he's he's like Tiana. Like, yes, he's hustling people, but he's working to hustle people. He's like, I'm going to work and I'm going to earn this money. And as soon as I do, I'm going to save my mom. And then the minute it, it, it is a very much you are the hero till you live long enough to see yourself become the villain thing, because he just he, he tries to do it the right way, tries to do it the right way. And then when the right way is taken away from him, he goes, Fuck it, I'm doing it the wrong way then. I, I don't care. I'm saving my mom. But yeah, like it gives a purpose to like disparate characters. Yeah. Which is always, I think, a good thing. As opposed to like, there's an old lady who lives in a swamp. This guy's the bad guy, because he's there. Like it ties people together in in neater ways and it makes him more tragic and interesting yeah um, i mean it also it gives a reason why he hates people with money so much like in the movie it's like he hates the people with money because they got money and he don't but in this one it's like no they fucked him over like he has seen what the the bourgeoisie and their beignets <laughs> does to his people <laughs> to the voodoo people the beignets the beignets <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one percent member of the beignets. Put more powdered sugar on that before I have a heart attack. <laughs> Tiana, is it okay if I take a nap in this booth? I just have my fiftieth beignet and I can't keep going. Just hook me up to the dialysis machine, darling. <laughs> just put. Put the beignets in my veins. Put them in through an IV. (laughs) John Goodman walks in. Okay, what's my character? Oh, yeah, he's like this rich sugar tycoon. Oh, okay, like, what's his motivation? Beignets. Really, anything else? No, he just fucking loves beignets. That's, uh, That's all I'm doing today. 
Okay. All right. All right. Let's go. My name's Big Daddy, and I love beignets. All right. Hold on. You're going to have to pull back on the beignet love. You told me I love beignets. <laughs> I got two things to work with here. Big Daddy... <laughs> I might be a cyborg, but it's yet to be confirmed in the script. It's (laughs) non-canonical. So you're telling me I'm a giant robot named the Big Daddy who loves beignets and I'm fighting some sort of shadow mancer. Yes, sure, sure, John. We'll flesh it out in the novelization. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> well, oh, oh, Meg, Megan, it's time. It's time it's to time. do it again. Another listener submission next week. And it's mostly because I want to watch a film where I have been told a certain individual gets sent to literal Christian hell and I need to see this. Uh, it's because next week we're going to be doing Scooby-Doo. Where are you? I got some beignets to eat now. Uh, which was submitted <laughs> by Nerd Shrimp one on uh, Twitter. They are phenomenal and I cannot... I'm going to watch the fuck out of Scoob and I will be probably baked... As all hell and eating my own Scooby snacks. So wait, what are, is what 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 incarnation of 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 the Scoobert are we watching? I think we can kind of just bring in whatever we want. Me personally, I'm gonna watch. I, I need Scoob. to know which which one involves Christian hell. I Scoob. With an exclamation okay. point is the one I will be watching. But if you think I'm not about to come in and talk about James Gunn's weird R-rated fucking one that he made or a pup named Scooby-Doo, you get the fuck out of here because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Okay, because I'm I'm locked and loaded with, uh, what's it? The uh, the Scooby Doo in which Sugar Ray attempts to murder uh, Scooby Doo and friends. Oh shit! And I'm locked and loaded with Scooby Doo and the Curse of the Speed Demon, a film where Scooby Doo, uh, Scooby Doo, Shaggy, and WWE's The Undertaker get into a fucking drag race with multiple other WWE superstars. Wait, is that the one where uh, Shaggy and Scooby ride John Cena down a waterfall? No, that they, is... They, 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 no, okay, because I've seen that one where they ride John Cena's comatose body down a waterfall. Because <laughs> I was I was stoned as shit and I watched that one. <laughs> uh, that's also got one of my favorite lines from anything that I still will say to this day, and it's... Uh, Mike the Miz Mizanin going on an evening run and the whole time he's just repeating who's awesome? I'm awesome. Who's awesome? I'm awesome. And that's it. That's all he says. God, what was the name of that flick? Come on, I need a... Holy shit. Oh, that's right. I forgot she that Kate Micucci is Velma now. Oh, yeah. I, barely, I remember very, very little of that one except 
for them riding John Cena's comatose body down a waterfall. <laughs> oh, you don't remember John Cena? Like, they're getting full-on Indiana Jones chased by a big rock, and John Cena comes in from out of nowhere and just yeets the rock over his head? Well, because that's how they meet him initially, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's also Scooby-Doo and the WrestleMania mystery. Because WWE was on some bullshit a couple of years ago where they were like, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery, Flintstones in WWE, Stone Age Smackdown. I bet they did Jetsons in the year of our Lord 2016. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) They did um, a Happy Feet movie. Yep, Jetsons and WWE, Robo Wrestlemania. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, it wasn't Happy Sco- Feet. Scooby Doo. Was... Scooby Doo, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to be doing next week. But until then, where could people find you on the internet? They can find me enjoying a plate full of beignets. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, old Dr. Facilier's Wonder Emporium or uh, an Oh No Lit Class, a podcast about classic literature and also ding dong jokes because they go together like like beignets and giant robots. And my stomach. (laughs) And when when is this episode coming out? Uh, January 13th, I think. Somewhere around there. Okay. Then, and then also, um, Rolling Misadventures, because at this point, we will be ass deep in our new, uh, long play that we're doing. We're doing a cyberpunk long play of, uh, the, the sprawl, and it's gonna be fucking dope. Um, and yeah, you should listen to it, because it's really cool. Because we're, it's, it's, fuck, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it now because my, but my brain's full of shit about beignets and robots and shit. We're, we're, we're playing a, a Power by the Apocalypse fucking cyberpunk tabletop game. It's really off fucking kick ass. I shoot people with guns. And, and capitalism was the real villain all along. Capitalism was the biggest giant robot. <laughs> And that's at rollingmisadventures.com uh, or wherever podcasts are. And Ona Lit Class is at Ona Lit uh, oh, It's at onalitclass.com and wherever podcasts are. And my dumbass is on Twitter at Meg underscore Danger or wherever Megan Dangers are. <laughs> and you can find me watching the sequel to Surf's Up, Surf's Up 2 Wave Mania, starring John Cena as a penguin named JC. Oh my god, this is the best fucking quote. He remarked the film is about surfing, so we thought it was a natural fit to work with WWE for my surfing film. Um, obviously and you can find me on twitter at scottymo s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o and check out my other podcasts at a load of pure bs dot com no i won't do it you gotta (laughs) do it i won't check them out no uh and uh thank you to best day who makes some music that lets you know that it's podcast time and then also that it is no longer podcast time 
is, is very helpful demarcation. And if you find those sounds very pleasing to your ears, then you can hear more of them at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by searching best day on Spotify, Apple Music, or, okay, please stop doing that. It looks like you're jerking off, and it's really <laughs> distracting. <laughs> I've got the anxiety shake. I got the anxiety shake of the leg. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, dude. <laughs> it super looks like you're jerking off. The anxiety leg shake is very valid. I, I understand it, but it's the case. Come on, talk <laughs> about best day. You gotta talk about best day. While thinking about best day, that <laughs> also works too. That that'll he'll appreciate it. <laughs> and, and, and make sure to support the show at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up your merchandise for merch dot a load of pure for at merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. Now wait, you can't you can't pull the padge as well. You can't just, like, also get in on it. Yeah, why not? This is an audio medium. This makes no sense. Uh, and also, please just tell a friend to listen to Fun Fiction, but then stop before, right after I say a load of purebs.com. Just tell them to stop right after that. Okay, now you just look like an excited Muppet who's excited to come on the show. <laughs> Although, to be fair, for me, those are the same exact things. Who's to say we all don't look like excited Muppets when we're jerking off? <laughs> yeah. And then when you finish, it's manamana. Why are you still single? Oh, man, I got a bad case of the manamanas. It scares them away every time. <laughs> Animal! 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 <laughs> <laughs>